What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. I want to use today as a deep dive into a player who I think is a very good bounce-back candidate for 2020. I was just reading something on MLB.com about it, and I thought I would share it with you all. That's Lorenzo Cain. Lorenzo Cain is a center fielder for the Milwaukee Brewers. He's a very good player. He's a two-time All-Star and a gold glover. Very, very good career with the Kansas City Royals for the bulk of you know, his, his career. And then came over to Milwaukee where he signed a five-year, $80 million deal in free agency. And that was a very good deal. I mean, he was coming off a strong career in Kansas City where he had been ALCS MVP. He had won the 2015 World Series and just a great guy. In 2018, he had his first season with the Brewers, was an all-star, was seventh in the NL MVP voting, had a 5.7 war, and just honestly put up one of the best outfield seasons in Brewers history to that point. The Brewers won the division, everything was looking good. But in 2019 happened, and it went considerably less great. I mean, he hit... 260 with a 325 on base and a 372 slugging. He had the second largest drop in war and the fifth largest drop in OPS in baseball. He went from a 5.7 war to 1.5, from 813 OPS to a 697. The Brewers won seven fewer games and they lost the wildcard game. You can see he's a very pivotal, I mean, correlation doesn't equal causation, but we all know Lorenzo Cain is a very pivotal player on that team. So what can we expect for 2020? I mean, Lorenzo Cain is not young. He turns 34 in April. He has three years left on his deal. But more importantly, this year's Brewers lineup lost Yasmani Grandal, Mike Moustakas, Eric Thames, Jesus Aguilar, and Travis Shaw from last year. Ryan Braun's 36. Yelich is amazing. He's Yelich. But he's still recovering from a pretty serious knee injury. There are a lot of questions about the Brewers this year. And what Lorenzo Cain can can provide for them is going to be a huge part of the equation. So I want to start by saying I do think that he's a very good rebound candidate for 2020. I'll explain why. So a lot of people could say, well, you know, 2020 or 2019 was the start of a decline for Lorenzo Cain because he was a speed-reliant player. You know, he's entering you know over a decade in the bigs. But it's not that simple because if we look at some of the other numbers, you can see that he actually was just as good with the bat. He just ran into some pretty bad luck. And he was also injured, especially towards the back half of the year, which may have hurt his speed. So whenever someone who is over 30 has a poor season, obviously you're going to start raising some concerns like, hey, you know, is everything OK? Are we are we sure this player is is still going to be good? Maybe, you know. That player starts striking out more. Maybe they stop hitting it as hard. Maybe both. But if we look at Lorenzo Cain, that hasn't been the case. He actually didn't have any issues hitting the ball hard last year. His hard hit rate was actually harder, was actually higher than ever last year. He pushed it up to 42%. A hard hit ball by Statcast is basically anything with an exit velo of 95 miles an hour or above. And he pushed it up to 42% last year. That'd be the third year in a row it's improved year over year. It's the highest of his career. He's just continued to improve on that. And his his contact rate was still good. I mean, he 
struck out 17% of the time, just up a little bit from 15.2% in 2018, but it's still better than both the MLB average and his own career average. Nor is it that he put the ball on the ground more because his ground ball rate was 50%. That was lower than 2018's, and that's right in line with his career average. So when we kind of roll all that together, you know, you have a few factors. How hard he hit it, how high he hit it, how much contact he made. That's what gives us, those are the ingredients for the expected WOBA. And last year's expected WOBA was 330. That was only a little bit down from 2018, which was 342. And it's still better than the major league average of 319. So that's all good. You look at barrels, which is basically, you know, batter balls with the perfect combination of exit velo and launch angle. You notice that he had no decline in his barrel rate. He was hovering around 4% each of the last four years. And he's been good. He had 19 barrels last year. He's averaged 16 since 2016. So with... With the bat, everything is fine. Everything's intact. So, I mean, look, looking at the glove, I mean, he, despite having all these injuries, ankle, knee, thumb, his fielding remained excellent. He won a gold glove. And he had 14 outs above average, ranked eighth overall and third among outfielders. So what could have been the issue? Well, I think it was bad luck. I mean, we don't want to put too much emphasis on bad luck because sometimes we might push away what actually was happening, but let's let's take a look. I mean, if you look at outs above average against, basically it's like you know how opposing fielders do when a hitter is at the dish. Nobody was harmed by excellent defense more than Jose Altuve. Second was Lorenzo Cain. Jose Altuve had plus twelve outs above average against. Lorenzo Cain had plus eleven, and. So, I mean, there there are a bunch of plays. If you look at his hardest hit ball of the year, it was a 110-mile-an-hour exit velo. It was a a ground ball off the pitcher, which bounced right to, I mean, it was hit up the middle, so bounced off the pitcher, which bounced perfectly to the second baseman who had an easy play to throw him out at first. And there are other plays, like, you know, other ground balls up the middle where he was robbed by Andrelton Simmons. And... Things like that. I mean, Starling Marte making nice diving catch in left. I mean, there are plenty of examples. I mean, if we can talk about this for any player, but the data is there that shows that he had the second most outs above average when he was, I mean, hitting. He had the second most outs above average against when he was hitting. So I think it's safe to say he had a poor luck season. I mean, because if, if you're hitting, if you're hitting just as many barrels, you're hitting the ball harder than you ever were before. And then also, I guess one thing that we could look to is that his speed was down. So his sprint speed decreased last year by a considerable amount. And yes, he has gotten older and, you know, he was 33 last year. But it could also be that those injuries that he was dealing with were nagging him. But his sprint speed did fall considerably. I mean, 2018, he had the 97th best overall sprint speed last year. He had the 197th best overall sprint speed. So whether it was the combination of injuries or it was just him naturally slowing down as he ages, we'll see as the season starts because I think he's healthy now. He said he noticed that, uh, that you know he needs to make sure his legs are underneath him. So he lost a lot of weight this past offseason, trying to get a little lighter on his feet. He's overall trying to stay healthy and improve on 
his disappointing season last year. I mean, Lorenzo Cain's a just a really humble guy. Uh, he he knows what he needs to do to improve. He's a veteran, and he's a guy who I want to have on my team absolutely because that 2018 season he had was was monster, and I want to see him get back towards that. I mean, projection systems have him all over the place. There, if you look at three different projection systems, you'll see three wildly different results. I mean, Steamer puts him at a 100 weight runs created plus. Zips puts him at a 92. Pakoda puts him at a 113. So what do we expect? I don't know. But I still think that he was hampered a lot by bad luck last year, and I'm hoping that he's going to be able to rebound and give the Brewers a very strong season in center field. I'm rooting for Lorenzo Cain. But he's my bounce-back candidate for 2020. Just want to do a bit of a dive on that, a deeper dive on that. And yeah, so that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.